Hello and welcome to Connected, the podcast about people, ideas, marketing, technology and everything that's good in our world. I'm ASD, a digital man here at Mediacom. Hi, I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom. And joining us in the room is Francis Hillingworth. How are you doing, Francis? I'm very well, thank you, and great to be here. It's thank lovely you. to have you here. Francis is the Global Recruitment Director for WPP, responsible for executive recruiting for WPP's operating companies globally. Which is a huge job, which you've had <laughs> yeah. for some time as well. Uh, An I enormous have, yeah. job. Probably I shouldn't admit it, but nearly 19 years well congratulations it's, that's recruiting a lot that's, that's looking after a lot of people actually um so our, our listeners would love to hear what does a typical week look like for you um for example what did you do is there such a thing as a typical week what did you do last week i don't think there's a typical week um my day job is identifying talent for our businesses um so i'll do between five and ten interviews with candidates internal and external Um, Internally, I'm speaking to our employees who may be ready for their next move and need assistance navigating uh, WPP, Uh, and there may may not be a particular role I'm looking for. Um, In terms of external candidates, they may have been introduced by a contact, approached me directly, or be someone I've read about or heard about and who I'd like to meet. I'm extremely lucky because I spend a lot of time with very smart people from whom I learn the most enormous amount. Um, I may also talk to fellows about future placements and alumni who are interested in returning to WPP. And I spend a lot of time with the leadership of our businesses, talking about talent strategy and the gap in their teams or about their own careers. Um, My other role is leading our people programmes with particular emphasis uh, on our female leadership. So I may attend one of our WPP Stellar events. Um, Stellar is our UK senior women's network. Um, We host events, offer training programmes and look at practices and policies um, in relation to our female employees. Um, For instance, um, gender pay gap reporting was a big issue for us last year and continues to be this year. Uh, Last week I attended one of our X Factor programmes, which um, is a development initiative for our most senior women. Um, We've been running it for about 10 years and now have over 130 women who've been through the programme. Um, And the week before that, I attended the WPP Global Strategy Meeting in New York to talk about our talent agenda going forward. Uh, I'm pleased to say that nearly three quarters of the women leaders attending the STRAP meeting have been through the X Factor programme. So that's good news. That's impressive. Can we detail the X Factor programme for those people who don't know? Uh, Yeah, the X Factor programme. Everyone goes off to woods, don't they? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fortunately not. Maybe maybe shops. Um, Yeah. Um, No, uh, X Factor is a programme we've been running with um, one of our previous leaders, Charlotte Beers, who you may have heard of. She Mm. was one of the most famous women uh, in advertising and the first woman to run a global network. As Um, well as being very important in the American government at one point, right? Yes. After she left Ogilvy, which was um, where she was the CEO, she went to join the the US government um, to talk about really how they could communicate with the greater population about um, the role of um, the US in foreign affairs, um, which she has some extraordinary stories about. And in fact, we're going to we plan to um, uh, introduce a podcast of Charlotte talking oh, about her experiences wow. oh brilliant yeah. I'll look out for that uh, so you've mentioned that you get to spend a lot of time with the smart really smart people and how much of their ability do you think is nature versus how much of it is nurture how much of it is practice do you think uh, yes, um, with a bow to uh, Robert Plowman, the uh, geneticist, um, we're all going to be better at some things than others. Um, you know, for instance, I'm hopeless with numbers and always will be. Um, but we all know fantastic presenters who are natural actors and appear mm. to enjoy getting up in front of hundreds of people in a totally relaxed manner. 
Um, but I'm also a strong believer uh, in the ability to learn and develop. And one of my key objectives is to give greater access to more learning and training programmes. In fact, um, Mediacom has one of the best suites of learning tools in WPP and they very generously made that available to the wider group. So I'm working with Mediacom to make that happen. Oh, good, good. Um, and what would you say that, um, you know, for, for everyone out there, if they could work on one skill, what's the skill that would make the most stand out? Well, um, I have always believed and continue to believe that the success of a business is based more than anything else on the quality of the leadership. Um, and there's no cookie cutter answer mm, no. to what makes a great leader. Uh, they come in all shapes and sizes, um, as we know, um, but you know when you've got one. So I'd say the greatest skill is transitioning from being a manager into a leader. Mm. Um, I suppose we can define manager as having authority, um, making things happen and accountable for achieving objectives. A leader defines the future. Mm. Um, they're inspirational to others and they align all the disparate factions in an operation or a business. So you can read shelves of books about leadership, mm. but I think the most effective way to develop those skills is to observe and ideally work with someone who's a great leader. Mm. Conversely, one can work with someone who's not a great mm. leader mm. and learn a lot too. Yes. I hope yeah. that doesn't happen to you too often. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. So working with either a good leader or a bad leader, you need observation skills. It's like um, having a job you don't enjoy. Um, <laughs> No one wants anybody to be unhappy in their job, no. but um, what it does do is teach you what you don't want to do again, yeah. what you're yes. good at, what you're yes. bad at, and you know what you'd be looking for in the next role. And I think it's a common mistake to think that, particularly if you are relatively inexperienced in the business, to think that your leader is a good leader, that just might not be true, because being a good leader might be being a great leader is rare I mean there's you know my experiences is that is that there are a few really great leaders and, and I've been lucky enough to to work with some of them but I've also worked with people who are kind of okay um don't make the mistake of thinking that your particular leader whatever level you're at is necessarily a great one maybe look outside that I mean is there how would you know if you know if you've got the misfortune of working for an average leader I'm sure it wouldn't happen at Mediacom but <laughs> Um, I, I think there is. I think we all have an instinct yeah. about how you respond to a particular leader. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean to say, and I don't mean believe that actually you have to like everybody. No. Nope. In fact, what you do have to do is respect the way they behave and want to be part of what they want to create. Mm. And that'll be different for different organisations. Mm. So, um, yes, look outside. Um, and, you know, just look generally at when, you know, politicians, mm. um, people that are re leading businesses, you know, our clients. There are a lot of outstanding leaders across those businesses. Yeah, and I think it's it's that A word, it's that authenticity word, it's, it's doing what you say you're going to do. That's yeah, one of the um, reasons, that's yes, one of the ways I, I you spot one. I've authenticity in my, in my team because it's so overused yeah, it now. It is very But overused. I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, I think it's about, as well, you know, we can talk about it in a minute, but this idea of actually uh, not just talking the talk, but yeah. actually Walk, actioning things. Walking. And I often talk about our women's leadership programmes. There's a lot of chat about women, leadership, mm. women getting on in organisations these mm. days. And 
you know, I've, I also say that truthfully, I could attend an, an event about women every single day of the week. Yeah. And um, what I want to see now is action. I, I completely agree. It's, it's been a lot of talk. Yeah. And not enough change. A lot of new organisations setting yeah. up. A lot of you know not for profits. Yeah. But you know, where is the change, yeah. and what are we doing to affect We're change? Agreed on that. Really good. So we talked about you talked about how you went to New York and you went uh, you talked about talent strategy and one of the things that I thought would be interesting is what do you think the most important thing that managers can do to get the best level of retention in their team? Um, well, we've touched on it a bit, haven't we? Um, I think the most important thing is to create an environment where employees believe they can grow and thrive. Um, this means listening to our employees. I love the word listening. We're sort of talking about it more. Um, yeah. these days and I think it's very very important listening to our employees listening to our clients mm. um, listening to what's going on out there um, so listening to our employees and understanding what good looks to us what sorry what good looks like to yeah. us is not necessarily what good looks like to them mm. um, we know that our next generation of leaders want to widen their experience and skill set and not to be confined into one role um, and they want to work in collaborative teams in a business which is transparent and treats people fairly. So our businesses need to adapt to these needs and our leaders need to commit to nurturing this talent. Uh, focusing on building an innovative and diverse workforce is very, very important and that will only benefit our end product in the end. So of course compensation and reward is important but this will never be the only reason an employer leaves a business. Um. And you've, you've mentioned that um, you've um, been in the role for about 19 years. So um, I assume that one of the things that's next for you is a huge 20th anniversary party. So <laughs> please, I'm, I'm, I'm saving, saving a date. But, but broadly speaking, what, what's next? Um, well, um, since um, the arrival of our new CEO, um, the great thing for me is that um, there is completely new... Uh, approach to our talent agenda in WPP. So next for me is working with our businesses to create an environment across the group where there's a lot, um, a lot more exchange of ideas, of um, programs. Um, also, I've been doing some really interesting work around what the workplace looks like for the next generation of leaders, and that means, as we, you know, we've touched mm. on earlier in the conversation. Um, you know, making available to all our employees ways of working that are going to suit their lifestyle. Um, and so that means introducing much more agility around the way they work, mm. um, much more collaboration in teams, much more talking to each other across the group. So this does sound slightly um, lightweight, but um, we've got a lot of plans that uh, we can put in place to um, change the way we work. And I think, you know, change is a word that I'm loving at the moment. Yeah, exciting. Oh, exciting, yeah. Uh, right, we're on to the regular questions we ask all of our <laughs> guests. Uh, what is your favourite lyric? Um, well, I'm not sure it's my favourite, and it's a bit of a cliche, <laughs> but um, in the circumstances I've chosen, the Queen don't stop me now as I'm having a good time. <laughs> um, so just to, 
you know, support that. Um, I do have the most amazing job. I'm very, very lucky. Um, and I'm in a business now that's focused on the future, mm. um, which even after my 19 years at WPP is you know, resulting in major change for everybody. Um, and I feel I can make a difference. So, um, as I said earlier, one of the worst situations for anyone is getting up in the morning and not wanting to go to work. Yeah, it's a terrible short, feeling right? and we've all yeah, been there. Yeah. Um, so while I wouldn't encourage anybody to um, sort of look to change their job, I hope that they feel they can have discussions internally about, you know, whether they're frustrated in their role, whether they want to do more, whether they don't feel they're being paid enough. Um, and we can actually um, create opportunities for them um, so they don't they feel they're being listened to. Okay, my favourite question. Um, if you were a genie, what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a magic circle to summon you, please? Well, I'm not sure they're, well, they're commonly available. Whether they're okay. commonly affordable is something else. Um, <laughs> That's fine. So I've got, yeah. I've got quite a big budget. I've <laughs> yeah. had the whole of have Surrey have in the past, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'd have my Kindle because I'm a okay. massive reader. And um, while I miss the physicality of books, yeah. having it you know, in my handbag mm. all the time is just extraordinary. Um, my go-to food is sardines on toast, which everybody else thinks is disgusting. No, but that's mm. good. Um, right. It's good. Very easily available as well. Very yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd have a recording of Jonas Kaufman um, in Tosca because he has a sublime voice and he's pretty good looking too. Mm. Um, <laughs> and you're probably going to have to cut that bit out. No. Um, uh, I'd have a Chanel jacket. Very good. Um, as I love clothes and would probably have a much bigger pension fund if I hadn't spent all my money on my wardrobe. Any particular era of mm, Chanel? No, every season. Any really. season. Yeah. Okay, new yeah. season Chanel jacket. Um, and probably something like an episode of Ab Fab or Yes Minister because oh, they yeah. make me laugh so much. Good. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's an Ab Fab episode with Idris Elba. Have you seen it? It's the one. Probably, but I can't remember it. He's, he's, it's when they, they get male prostitutes and they're having a party. Right. He's one of the male prostitutes. <laughs> and he. Um, Presumably that was before he was. Or was it before it he was, was way before. He's <laughs> really right, young. Yeah. It's really good. Um, which book have you given away the mo- most? Or which is your favourite book if you don't give books away? Well, my favourite book is Pride and Prejudice, um, which I adore and have read many, many it's times. It's one of my go to if I'm feeling poorly. It's one of my go back to, kind of like a dose of flu or Always something. Always yeah. makes me smile. Yeah. Um, you know, and I love books that are well written, mm. um, you know, where the characters are still. Um, recognisable now, mm-hmm. um, and w- which has genuine wit, and that's that's a you know massive passion of mine. Um, I don't really read business books because I think most of the time uh, they take a long time to say one thing. Oh, that's so true. They should have been an article yeah. rather than yeah, um, exactly rather yes, than a, a book rather than a whole yeah. book. Yeah. Um, My favourite one of those is start with why because it's that's the whole book. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's the just title. the title. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Of course, so, some books have more substance. Than yeah, you know, tell the um, truth, for example. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I've always found the most interesting people are not those that can quote, you know, any number of business books, um, but those that, in fact, have a wider life outside business. Mm. Um, and it's not a coincidence that the work I've been doing around our future leaders suggests that um, they don't want to be defined anymore by the job they do. Mm. They want mm. to have, yeah. you know, a back life, if you like, another life. So, um, you know, I'm, my view is, uh, you know, curiosity is a much used word these yeah, days, is, a much yeah. overused word. Yeah. But, you know, David Ogilvy said, surround yourself with giants. And my mantra is surround yourself with interesting giants. Yeah. Um, mm. If you could change the industry in one way right now, immediately, what would it be? 
Yeah, this was hard. Um, I suppose in the end I decided that the answer is in the question um, and it's about change. So, uh, you know, we're living through extraordinary times um, yeah. and, you know, just looking back at when I started at WPP, let alone when I started in the industry. So just which before I, the millennium? Yeah, yep. yeah, 2000. And, um, you know, even when I started in the industry, mm. I mean, it's unrecognisable mm. now. And I suppose my feeling is that for those of us <clears throat> that have embraced change, it's, it's mostly been rewarding. Mm. Um, mm. So I would say, you know, look at what's coming around the corner. Um, one of the things I think we don't do enough is look outside our own community enough um, and actually look at what other people are doing, what interesting stuff is happening, you know, outside of, um, of this small world of communications um, and embrace it. Mm. How interesting. I, th- I, I put a star next to this question because I think it's really interesting because we, have a, we <coughs> ask this of a lot of that, if you could change the industry yeah. to a lot of people. And they are, you know, they're running companies or they're, they're thinkers, whereas you're influencing so many companies and the biggest companies in our industry. You're the most powerful person to be changing the industry because without you, there wouldn't be these people in the places. I think that's really it's fascinating. A, <coughs> excuse me. It's a real cliche to talk about, you know, people, people, people yeah. Yeah. all the time. But truthfully, in our business, that's all we that's have. It. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, and I don't mean that's all we have. That's all we have. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so, um, you know, I... Although, you know, we're becoming obviously more focused on the data and technology parts of our industry, I'm still the most enormous believer in think in knowing, actually, not just thinking, that uh, we must continue to embrace creativity. And I don't mean just writing ads or, you know, designing yeah. um, logos. I mean that whole magic that we bring to um, our clients' issues and problems. Yeah. And that's what differentiates us more than anything else. And we must continue to embrace that. Yeah, that's that's. It's also kind of the the most. Uh, it's the meta answer to the question. Um, everyone else has come up that we've asked it has come up with a specific thing yeah. that they'd like to change, and they've been and they've been yeah, really good ones. Valid, yeah. But I think the idea of change of transformation is um, we've still got two sorts of people around. The, the towards people and the away from people, the people who are facing interchange, looking out for it and going, what do we need to do to leverage it? And, and the people who are going, if we if we if we keep our heads down, it'll go away. Um, and of I'm course afraid it, it won't go away. No. Um, and these days, we all have responsibility for our own careers. Yeah. You know, no one else is going to do it for us. Yeah. There'll be help along the way. There'll be opportunities to learn more, to do different things. But actually, we have to take personal responsibility for where our careers are going. Yeah. The final question, before we get on to the surprise question, no. is <laughs> <laughs> if we were to give you a billboard, where would you put it and what would it say? Well, this is a bit of a cheat, but um, my mum is 100 next month. Oh, wow, wow. congratulations. Uh, yeah. Um, so thank you for the jeans, I hope. Um, but also, um, so I put a um, billboard outside her care home Aww. saying happy birthday. Happy birthday, Francis, mum. That is lovely. Francis, uh, I know you listen to every episode of the podcast, in which case you will know that we have uh, this, which is a, a, a toolkit for careers, 100 questions from the School of Life down the road. Uh, so if you could pick one of these, read them out, and then answer it to finish, finish us off. <laughs> Well, this is um, not totally appropriate for me. Describe your thoughts when you panic about the state of your career. <laughs> um, what three soothing ideas might you use to calm yourself down when you're in this panic? Okay. Well, um, 
I wouldn't say uh, I'm at the end of my career, but I'm probably in the autumn or twilight of my career. Um, but I suppose, um, and I don't panic about it because um, I've got to that place where um, I genuinely believe that what I have to offer is of value. Mm. Um, I also believe that we are wrong to think that um, being older, particularly in our industry, doesn't mean you have enormous amounts to contribute. Mm -hmm. So I'm a great believer in wisdom, learning, experience. Um, what three soothing ideas might I use to calm myself down? Um, well, the thought that um, I have this extraordinary way of keeping up with the industry, which is being able to talk to anybody I want to. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's been amazing over the years. Yeah. So if there's something I don't quite get about um, the latest developments in robotics or AI, yeah. I can go and find someone who does know that. And yeah. I suppose that leads me on to saying, you know, WPP has the most extraordinary collection of talent. Yeah. There's somebody that knows something about most things somewhere in our business. Mm. Um, the task for us is to connect all those people. Yeah. Um, and I'm in this very privileged position of being able to find those people pretty uh, quickly and learn about it. So um, that's my answer to mm. um, not panicking. And I would encourage everybody mm. Um, to, I don't like the term, but reach out um, mm. to everybody in, in WPP because most people I've found in the 19 years I've been here are always willing to talk about um, their work, their careers, um, their futures. Uh, they are very, very generous people. Brilliant. That's lovely. Thank you very oh, much. Thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure and thank goodness this, you know, the surprise question wasn't too much <laughs> of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.